Uh, welcome back or welcome to Success Times Happiness Podcast. I am Richard Thompson and today we have a solo episode all about teamwork. I love talking about, I love investigating or at least going into uh, when it comes to goal setting and the importance of teamwork and hopefully today I'm going to speak off the cuff uh, and talk about not just the importance of teamwork when it comes to achieving uh, big goals, but how to cultivate that team to work towards the outcome, to implement in your own lives so that you can build uh, an amazing team around you to help achieve those goals. So uh, it's fair to say from the top, nothing in this world, in the history of civilization, has been invented, discovered, or created uh, without the use and benefit of teamwork. You might have uh, an individual who's the, the leader of that team. I think of Steve Jobs with the iPhone. I think, I guess, any any sports hero who has done you know extremely well or any anyone who has invented, as I said, invented, discovered, or created. The team is, is a prerequisite to that. As soon as you try to do something by yourself, you immediately realize the scope of your ability is so is so small and so focused that therefore you become limited to what your potential could be so but the idea of creating a, a world-class team anyone can do it i believe I, I truly do think that and it doesn't matter whether your goal at the moment in life what you're trying to pursue is is to do with the family unit or the household unit or uh, trying to get that promotion at work or trying to achieve your sporting goal or whatever the case is, the team is is absolutely critical. One thing that impresses me or my experience from that is what I have seen not only as as an athlete, uh, particularly in the, in the Ultraman sphere that I operate in, but also with the companies that I have been fortunate to be able to go into and see the overall importance of the success or failure of, a, of an outcome or a goal comes down to that teamwork. And you see that play out in sport all the time. And I think that's why people really enjoy watching sport because it's sort of uh, hyper or it puts that element on show almost like it's on stage and you're watching a team either come together and do very, very well or disband and then capitulate and fail. And either way, it's uh, something that I think people look at and think teamwork is something for sport only and not necessarily associated with what I do in my life. But as I think, nothing can be further from the truth because you think about what is happening in your life and you might have an, a, a role at work that you're autonomous you know you've got full autonomy of, uh, with so you don't actually have anyone to report to or let's say you don't have any a huge number of people that you're relying on to help you achieve what you want to achieve but you still need the people around you to get you to work you still need the family the households whatever that looks like to be running smoothly so you can get to work on time. You still need uh, people in the office or people in your workspace to do their job so that you can do yours. Uh, and, and no doubt people above you or people uh, along the lines, the same line as you relying on you to do your work 
so that the overall outcome of of the job or of the uh, organization is achieved. So that being said, teamwork for me, it is the biggest component of the overall piece of the puzzle with respect to achieving big goals. I spoke before in a previous episode about the strength of your why and goal setting generally. And the next component or the next step of that is to create a team around you so that you can go and achieve that big goal. So with Ultraman, you know, it's quite simple for me that the bigger the goal, the bigger the team. In a very small aspect, my team, you look at the support car in the team and we've got Nick Quinn who's been on the show. He's the chief strategist. He's in the passenger seat. He's the one making decisions. Uh, I've got Nick Renato as the driver. He drives the car for three days and Brett Dunstan, who's in the back seat, and he's the one calculating nutrition and hydration. Those three guys are equally as important as me as the athlete, um, if not more. You know, if Renato crashes the car, then the opportunity to race is, is over. If he, you know, his, his obligation is to make sure he doesn't break any road rules, otherwise we get penalized, is to park the car in a suitable place for bottle transfer and nutrition transfer um, it's not an easy task to be a very good driver in that environment particularly when there's a lot of traffic particularly when the race is uh, close or it's important to get to me similarly with Nick Quinn he has to make it he has to look at the whole race at, at any one time consider the weather consider the, the competition consider the clock consider how I'm racing what my data is and he makes decisions as a result of that I've given that power to him and I just take those directions and I'll get onto that a little bit later. But, you know, if he miscalculates, I've pushed too hard and I pop. If he undercalculates, then I don't go hard enough and we might not achieve the outcome. And similarly with Brett in the back with the nutrition and hydration, if he overestimates how much I'm eating, I'm vomiting. If, I, if he underestimates how much I'm eating and I'm, I'm fainting on the side of the road. So it's so critical that everyone in that team does their job to the best of their ability, as it is, is for me. And then you look at that more broadly, and the team is not just the guys in the car, but the team is everyone back at home and at work, and everyone who is contributing to allow that uh, environment for me to excel in. So we talked about how it's the outcomes of the goal itself. The goal should be, how do I create an environment where I can achieve my potential in this so that I can achieve the outcome? And... There are so many people, particularly from like in my situation, in the uh, especially in the lead up to any of these Ultraman races, there's a significant amount of people who are part of that team, whether it be sponsors or uh, general service providers, body maintenance team, uh, my family generally, yeah, my kids, my mom, um, everyone can helping out, my training partners, my coaches, the mental, the mindset guys that I lean on to develop that side of the things, um, you know, it is, it, it's a huge team and that's what, and that's the point. You look at the goal of what we're trying to achieve each time we step up on this, one of these races and it's enormous and you need that team. Emotionally, it's challenging sometimes because I feel like for this outcome for, for our team and, you know, you're in charge of, of cultivating that environment and that culture. And I'll talk about that as well, but if you create create the culture well enough, then people will want to turn up and contribute and help. And that's really important. And that comes from the top. So from you as the leader of that team, 
you create that culture of achievement and this is what we're trying to this is the outcome we're trying to uh to 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 make or to to achieve so that's for me right so that's the experience that i've had and i wouldn't be able to achieve two world titles and and everything else without my team simple as simple as that i'm probably 15% of the overall outcome so it doesn't sit necessarily well with me the palmares or the results sit under my name and i get the one i'm the one that gets to speak at conferences and and do all that because i'm only a small part of the overall outcome it is an important experience and an important thing to be able to explain because you know i i firmly believe that you can achieve anything that you want in this world and we've talked about like the why and the desire whatever that is for you it must be there we talked about creating the environment to achieve that and now we're talking about bringing a team to help you achieve that because if it's big enough if the goal is big enough you will not be able to do it by yourself and therefore this is why this is so important so there are three steps in my mind how I've sort of sat back and reflected as to how we've been able to create an amazing team and a, an amazing culture around that. And they all start with F, I guess. Uh, the first is the focus. The target is the outcome, whereas the focus must be the process. And it's that process is what you're trying to, it's the process that becomes the goal. So you work backwards to work out what is, what are the people, what are the team members, what are the people that I need to help me achieve? Usually people say, help me achieve the outcome. And I don't believe that's the best way of looking for it. You're looking at what, the, how to create the process to achieve the outcome. So it's like, okay, what, firstly, you need to strip back and go, what, what is the process that I need to do to achieve the outcome? And once you understand that, do you reverse engineer that and say, if I had this process on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis, then the outcome will take care of itself. And you then need to acknowledge the roles, including the roles that you could potentially fill yourself to allow that process to be achieved. That takes some discovery. That takes some time to think outside the box, to think sort of blue ocean strategy Helping with contingencies, helping with, you know, well, if I had this person come in, this imaginary role, then of course it's going to achieve, I'm going to achieve more. And so you, you sort of have that, it's a beautiful, I guess, exploration because you're allowing your creator side of your brain to go wild and for you to go, okay, what, if there was, if there was, if there were people out there that would want to do this, that could do this, who are those people and what are those roles? And importantly, you need to be putting in roles that you could do yourself. And maybe you definitely know you will do yourself, but you're, you're exploring that element of discovery and going to achieve this process. You might want to be the world's best crocheter, or you want to create a, you know, a, a business from an internet business that has a million dollar turnover, whatever the situation is, you create you have to discover, research, and understand who the people you need to fill, what roles need to be filled to create that process to achieve that outcome. You then, in that focus period, that first step, you need to understand your own strengths and weaknesses for you. Now, if you are a type A personality, 
you know, you will have a lot of feathers to your cap. You will not just be a one-trick pony. You will be able to do the marketing as well as the sales, as well as the HR, as well as the um, administration. There's a tendency to be able to go, well, I could do it all. Or I could definitely do a couple really, really well. And you probably could. You need to be able to look at the team. This is such an important uh, aspect to it because you might be able to say, the old adage of understand what your weaknesses are and find people to help you with those weaknesses, right? So you, the, the, in, the initial intent is to find people in the team to help with your weaknesses. So I'm not very good at uh, IT, so I'm going to need an IT person to help me with achieve this goal. But I'm very good at marketing and sales, so I'm going to do both of those. The problem with that is is that you need to look at the the goal or the the team outcome which is as i said which is the process holistically and impartially the question you need to ask is what can you do and only do for the for the best outcome of the team so in a i guess in a sporting analogy is that you could be the superstar in in a in a football team and the outcome could be the, 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 you know, you could easily say, well, just pass me the ball and I'll score. That might win you a game, but it's not going to win you a championship because actually the best, the best way that you could use your effort is to help the rest of your team lift or to help their skills. So the entire team improves so that the tide imp- uh, rises for everyone. Um, so a great a personal example for me is that I love the data, right? I love understanding the strategy behind racing. So I could necess- I could potentially take that off Nick and uh, say, I'll be the athlete who's doing the performance and I will dict- I'll work out what my, what my strategy is on the go. But that's not allowing us the best outcome for the entire team. The best outcome for me is to stay in my lane and just do the effort, just do the work as an athlete that I do and let Nick do that. So you could be really good at sales and marketing, but if you left marketing to somebody else who's good at that as well, maybe not even as good as, as, as good as you could do it, but if you left that to somebody else and you put all your energy into sales, the overall outcome is going to be better than if you grab, held onto both and did those two jobs well, but not to the best interest of the entire team. So that's a really important step. So it's not just delegating your weaknesses, but it's also the idea of delegating your, some of your strength so that the overall outcome is better for every for the entire team rather than you holding on to everything that you're good at. The second F is the fit. And to ensure everyone understands where they fit in that overall goal and how they contri- contribute. You've got that team goal. You've got your team members. It's really important that you sit down with each person in that team and communicate in a way that they can resonate with, which isn't just a blanket email to everybody. It's to be able to sit down and communicate on a one-on-one personal level. Firstly, to communicate the overall team objective um, and where they fit into that puzzle. Humankind is is a, a very you know interesting to to understand and to. To see how they operate, and the end of the day, you know, we're 
we're a cultural species. We're building, we've had hundreds of thousands of years of evolutionary history of DNA that pushes us towards wanting to build bonds and build relationships. And so that's what drives us. That's what connects us. That's why you will get someone who won't go for uh, extra money at a different company because the culture is so strong at their current employment. And that comes down to building culture, building relationships, building that cultural bond. So they feel like they're part of something bigger than themselves. And they feel like they contribute towards the team goal. You know, I've been in law firms where you have no idea really what the overall objective is at the firm. You just are told, this is your KPI. This is what you've got to hit this number each month and then everyone will be happy. Or it's almost fear-driven that if you don't hit that, then your job will be you know, up in question. Your team is more will, will be more willing to find their own individual potential in their roles if they have those bonds, if they have that connection to you as the leader, but also to the overall team objective. And they know how they contribute to achieving that success. And so when the team does succeed, they feel like they, they're part of that. They have some ownership of that outcome. And that becomes very, very special to, to see because as a team leader, all you're wanting to do is hope that your team pushes towards their own potential. And so that's all we can ask for. It's not about, all right, your job is to make 10 widgets every day. It's inspiring that person to do their very best and let's see how many widgets they can make. And that's a very big difference uh, to achieving big success rather than just playing small and keeping the potential capped. It's also important that there's in that culture, there's it's an egoless environment. And that definitely is driven by the leader and to understand that it's not just, uh, he's not just, that leader is not just the one that's important and it's about mutual uh, ownership of the goal. And it's, it's going to be very difficult to drive a really successful team if the leader is taking all credit and truly believes that he is the person that's really important rather than the team around him. I remember speaking to a, like a pharmaceutical company uh, a couple of years ago, pre-COVID, and this is the message I'm delivering. I'm delivering the importance of team and it doesn't matter what whether you're the athlete or the driver or whether you're you know uh the ceo or the receptionist like everyone is just as important i give the analogy of the apollo 11 mission and how neil armstrong is the astronaut to land on the to put his foot first foot on the um, moon but the seamstress who has hand sewed like 11 layers of fabric for neil armstrong to wear in space is just as important as Neil, because if they don't do their job properly, either of them don't do their job properly, then the mission's a failure. And so, um, so I'm at this pharmaceutical uh, conference and of this company, it's like their half yearly, you know, everyone come together, combine sort of thing. And I'm about to give this speech and they, before I uh, talked, they had, they had the, you know, one of the sales people stand up and they gave him all this recognition for breaking some record of sales of pharmaceuticals for the for the quarter or for the half year or something it was like yeah tom's 
broken this company record. Everyone clapped for Tom and that's just amazing. And it was like absolute at odds with what I was uh, talking to because it's not Tom. It's the receptionist at the office who answers the phone really you know, correctly. It's the marketing team that produces a very strong direction of to promote the brand itself. It's uh, it's the HR for getting the support staff of Tom's support staff team right and in in line with the with the objective. It's you know there are so many people that help Tom achieve it. Yet they were rewarding the leader or at least him solely, and that's just not the way that I would have uh, gone about it. And that's certainly not the way I don't think that you can reach the potential. Because then you, you have the team, pe- the people in that team who aren't getting that recognition and truly don't believe that they they don't understand where they sit with this team outcome. They're not going to. They're not willing to produce their most greatest potential. They might come and stamp their ticket, do the bare minimum, and get out. But as a as a leader, as someone who's wanting to achieve something massive, you want your team to reach their potential, and you want to know what that looks like. And so that's how you do it. You create that environment, and that's what you want to sit back and see what what can be achieved. And the final step is the freedom. Uh, that's the final F. So once you've set your team and they're all in with you, um, you have to let them do their jobs. That level of autonomy to go, okay, you know, if if you fail, we all fail. I'm letting you t- letting you do that. You can uh, create an environment where you, they want to talk to you. They can lean on you and ask questions, and if they're struggling, let you know. But you, no one likes to be micromanaged. You know, I could put a fourth person in the car to check on the numbers of Brett with the nutrition uh, or the hydration, but neither of those people are going to do their job to their potential, knowing that they're being micromanaged. And so, that's so important and that's where it comes back to the the dna of the human species is that you want to be able to you know you look at children you know kids love responsibility you go okay you're in charge of refilling the toilet papers in the toilet rolls in the toilets and like my three-year-old is like yeah i'll do that because don't look i don't i don't you know he's like don't don't follow me i've got it and it's that responsibility that people love and uh, you don't want to just follow them into the toilet to make sure they do it correctly. Letting them do their root job, letting them fail is an important aspect to that, but supporting them. And what's a, what you find, if you get those that focus, the fit, and the freedom correctly, then you see a team wanting to sacrifice for each other to ensure the team outcome occurs. And it's not just people, it's not, they, they won't just do their role to their best of their ability. They will also look out for everybody else. And that's what I found, particularly at World Champs last year in Hawaii, that not only my team are doing their very best to do everything they can to, to help the team achieve the goal. But when I'm struggling, when I was struggling, they came and lifted, lifted me up to the best of they, that they could to help and that's what you find with with like world class teamwork is that it's not just siloing and going. Well, I've done my job to the best of my ability. Let's see how everyone else goes. You have that buy in, that ownership, that that pride that everyone wants this goal to occur, this team outcome to occur, and they will do everything they can 
to help every single person in that team to achieve their potential so that the team outcome can occur. So that's it for today. It's teamwork is huge. If you haven't listened to the episode about the why and goal setting, I encourage you to do that. But we're just chipping away. We're chipping away at these topics to help open the lid in terms of what you guys can achieve in your life, in whatever aspect of life that you have and whatever things you want to uh, go after and provide you the courage to, to, to not play it small and to go take a risk and go and try to achieve something that you thought was not possible. So that's about it. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I encourage you all to share as much as you can this podcast with people that you think would really, uh, really enjoy it. Um, we're, we're here for the long term. So uh, really uh, thank you for your ears and your eyes. And until next time, peace. Thank you.